Hello and welcome to Blurred Mom. I'm Sabrina, the Blurred Mom, and on today's episode, I have a special guest. These days of quarantine, we're all dealing in different ways. Uh, For a lot of us, the uncertainty is unsettling, and some days we are struggling to manage. Between homeschooling, working, child rearing, grocery shopping, maintaining relationships, and everything else we have to do on top of social distancing, boundaries are blurring and it can leave us feeling overwhelmed. For me personally, this quarantine came right after I quit my long-term job and started a new endeavor while simultaneously trying to explore my values and strengths to discover my true passion purpose. Um, I was just beginning to set my daily routines and market my business when life was upended by this virus and the quarantine. My guest today is a life coach with over 18 years of experience working with people to help them find their passion and their purpose. She is the author of several books, including Mind Matters, Get Out of Your Head and Jump Into Life, and Things My Mama Said. (laughs) I love the name of that book. She's the host of the YouTube channel, Talking with Tanya, where she gives daily motivational posts about living your life on purpose. Please welcome to Blurred Mom, speaker, coach, author, and owner of Tanya J. Miller, LLC, Tanya J. Miller. Welcome, Tanya. Hey, Sabrina. Hello to the Blurred Mom family. I hope you guys are doing well and not just surviving, but thriving in all of this that's happening. I know that that's really important and it, it's hard because um, there's just so much going on right now. Yeah. How are, how are you doing these days? We're doing okay. You know, being cautious and, you know, mindful, you know, here in Texas, they're opening things back up, but we're not. Ooh, are they? Yeah. yeah. They are. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We're not so making hard. those moves though. We're still <laughs> staying cautious and cognizant and so kind of keeping Ooh. with the same stay at home, shelter in place, if you will, schedule. So yeah, we're not going out just because they say it. So but we've been yeah, doing okay. So that's good. Um, but uh, so what kind I'm I'm in Maryland, DC area. Mm-hmm. So what everything here is still basically shut down. Um yeah. even DC and Virginia closed mm-hmm. schools for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um Maryland hasn't closed them yet for the rest of the year, but I'm pretty sure that they will. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so most things are closed. Mm-hmm. So what is opening up down there? So originally that was what was expected as well. Like everything would be closed, like the kids are still out of school. You know, everybody was playing, thinking mid-May, June, possibly. Mm-hmm. But then I think um, some of those executives' quarter orders came down from D.C. And then some of the states felt like they needed to do it. You know, I think it's, you know, and I don't normally talk politics, but I think it's kind of more or less everybody's trying to see if they can salvage or save the economy. But, you know, what's going to be is what's going to be, you know. So we have to just be mindful and be safe. So a lot of things are actually open effective today. So like, I want to say retail stores, like you can sort of like you're doing curbside food, they're doing curbside pickup for retail retail stores, like beauty and barber stores, beauty and barber shops, you're one person at a time. 
I'm not quite sure how nail salons work, given you technically are only always working one person at a time. So, yeah. but they're back open, massage places, gyms. So, massage places too. Yeah, a lot. Wow, because that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of stuff. And then, like, we have one city. They open everything. Like, they open back their, like, outpatient surgeries, just gyms. They, you know, so it's different. It's different going on right now. But the main thing is, you know, regardless of what they decide to do, just make sure you take care of you and your family and you be safe. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. And that's the message that we're following yeah, I'm staying in the house. So. Yeah. <laughs> so how much has your life changed? Has it changed a lot since since the quarantine started? Um, well, I would say yes and no. So um, typically I would be working from home. Um, I'm off right now, but typically I would be working from home a lot anyway. And if this would happen, that you know, there wouldn't be much different. But I would say as far as like business, yeah. Like I had speaking engagements, I had book signing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and what's so crazy yeah. is a lot of them they just decided to cancel or postpone to next year instead of pivoting and going yeah. virtual and trying to set the situation up to go that way. And so, yeah, um, I had to make up my mind. Like, okay, so do I just let that be what it is and I not work on anything? you know, for whatever this time is that we'll be in uncertain and uncertain and indefinite times or do I make the most of it and do I um, still work on the um, goals that I had for my business. And so I was like, okay, I will. And so a major part of difference is me, you know, me reaching out for opportunities to communicate, to collaborate I'm not to, mm-hmm. to connect, to collaborate, and to build community with other right. organizations, with podcast hosts, with different groups to see if there's opportunities, if they want me to, you know, be a, if they're open to me sharing their platform and coming and being a guest as the interviewer, or maybe even part of a summit or group or webinar or Facebook IG Live. So it's been very interesting how the space or I would say the time has been occupied since then. So that's why I say yes and no, um, but, you know, still maintaining, you know, some, you know, normalcy as well in the process. Yeah. I think that's important to try to, t- to maintain some semblance of normalcy. Yes. Um, and I think, I think a lot of places, like a lot of uh, conferences and things like that were kind of, I don't want to say blindsided by this exactly, but it, it was a shock. Um, and some people I think are better than others at, um, pivoting and saying, okay, well, what can we do to make this event still happen? Um, how can we change things? How can we get this online? I just got a, um, a, an email this morning from a conference I attended last year and they were like, Hey, uh, would you, do you think if, if everything's open up? you know, by the time of this, it's in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you would come in person? Would you rather it be online or, you know, would you wait until next year? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're looking at giving, you know, trying to give different options yeah. to see where people, you know, put feelers out there to see how people are feeling about it. Um, my husband, actually, he's upstairs right now on 
um, a, a conference right now that he's been on all day. So yeah, so some some organizations I think are doing better than others at it. Um, but yeah, um, for me, I think that um, this has um, taken a little bit of the pressure off of me okay. to um, to scramble kind of and like, all right, get out there, market yourself, get, you know, make some money, start doing, so, you know what I mean? So it kind of like give gave me a chance to breathe because I was just starting my business uh-huh. and, um, you know, it was like, okay, well, all right, hold on, slow down, you know, get a good, you know, marketing plan in place. Um, think about the things you really want to do think about the things that you can do that are marketable um just gave me i think a little bit of breathing breathing room not that not that i wanted this to happen (laughs) but um i just feel like i don't know it was just a little bit of pressure taken off um during this time because i don't feel like um that i have to be you know um out there making money all day every day i can just you know uh, kind of gather myself <laughs> and 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 put a plan in place, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think to your point about it kind of gave you a pause, you know, I think that's probably, albeit, you know, not necessarily how they wanted it to happen, but it right. literally probably has been an answer and a saving grace for so many people that have literally just been on the go nonstop doing everything for everybody else you know especially as moms doing nine to five getting the kids ready going and showing up at the activities then having to come home do dinner then having to do whatever else and then maybe five minutes to yourself and then doing it all over again and so this is allowing that pause this is allowing that reset this is allowing that opportunity and time to take time you know because hey we're all in the house together so if dad's there, <laughs> yep. dad, you, you help some too, because Hey, we we're in this together. So I think definitely, you know, may not have been wanted, you know, but it definitely is right. part of the reset. And that even goes for any of the individuals that got laid off or got furloughed or got their hours cut. Like this may be a prime opportune time in the stillness of the day and in the quiet while your mind is quiet to really get an understanding to find out if you are are you where you need to be on purpose or should you be going in a, a different direction? Should things be changing? And so yeah. um, it's definitely, I definitely agree with you that it's an opportunity to pause for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think the the biggest challenge that people are dealing with right now with all of this? Um. You want me to be honest? I think it's yeah. um, being with themselves. Um, Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, it's an issue about money and finances. It's an issue, you know, toilet paper's not available. <laughs> that's <laughs> Look, a, I was out there trying know, to find some. That's a whole issue. <laughs> no bleach, no meat. It's an issue. But I think right. more than anything of why they're even making some things a big stir and a big fuss is because it's it's forcing them to be with themselves. It's forcing them to be with their family. It's forcing them to own whatever is going on in their household. It's forcing them to face it, whether it's just them, them 
alone, whether it's just them and their spouse, whether it's them and the kids, it's forcing them to to look at themselves and to see how they can do better and actually do it. And so, yeah, yeah I would say yeah. that's probably one of the hardest things that I think is happening right now for people to deal with. You know, I think that's probably one of the hardest things to do in life really is to, is to just sit with yourself and really like think about, you know, you and your makeup, you know, not makeup, makeup, but like your, what you are made up of Mm -hmm. and um, just, you know, dealing with all that, that my husband likes to call it head trash, you know, (laughs) the stuff that, um, you know, that you tell yourself in your head Mm -hmm. about yourself um, and then come into terms with like who you are, how you can, you know, become who you want to be. That's really one of the hardest things I think in life to do. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Like now you're, you're at home, you're not uh, in the hustle and bustle, even if you are still working, you know, you're not in the hustle, hustle and bustle of commuting to work you know, getting the kids ready to, to go to school in the morning, getting everybody out the door. So you do, you know, you, you, you most likely have some time at least to sit there with your own thoughts and that can be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That can be really scary. Yeah, definitely. Like sometimes when you have to face your dreams, that's when you realize you don't know if they're really your dreams or someone else's, but it's important yeah. to face them because if you don't, you'll live a whole life and it wasn't yours by design or by purpose. So you gotta, you gotta do that. You know, Michael Jackson said, you gotta do that man in the mirror type situation <laughs> and look yourself it's true. in the mirror to determine, you know, what am I here for? What's my purpose? Why was I born? Why, why am I still here? What, what is it about me? You know, mm-hmm. and, and begin to do that work because if not, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll continue to live the life that you're not happy with, you're not pleased with, you're, you're just getting by. Yep. And I think we have to do more than get by. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, and I really like, um, it seems that one of your, you know, big things is living your life on purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I, I myself, I have a, a life coach and it wasn't until I started talking with her till I realized that a lot of the things that I have done, I just kind of fell into, mm-hmm. you know, not really actively made a decision to go this path. You know, I just kind of let things, you know, happen to me instead of making them happen for myself. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, why I was so, you know, unhappy for such a long time in a job that, you know, I didn't love in a career, you know, that I didn't love in, in a major back in college that I didn't love because I just kind of let these things kind of just happen, you know, and, and living your life on purpose, you know, is a whole different way of living is more difficult, I think, but (laughs) it's more, it's more fulfilling though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because you. No, you go. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You can go. No, I was. I was just gonna say because you know it involves that actively thinking Mm -hmm. um, about about you know your purpose. This is something that I've tried to think about for as long as I can remember, Mm -hmm. and you know it was just 
you know, I'm the wheels are turning. I'm not coming up with anything um, because, you know, it wasn't coming out of midair, you okay. know, uh, but it's, it's not something that will come out of midair. Correct. I think Correct. you have to, you know, actively, you know, be involved in the, in the, the search for it, I guess, you know, it's not just going to fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say to that, um, it's definitely not something that you will find out elsewhere. It's something that's already in you. And so a lot of times, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to do the work to uncover and unpack what's been in there the whole time. And then even sometimes looking at your patterns of what you've done and to even ask you, well, why did you do that? Because like you said before, you, um, you found yourself doing things and it, and it would be all over the place, but it wouldn't make sense. But if you look at it holistically and at the circle, not by function, but by what is it that you actually did? What did you bring to the table? What did you offer? That's where you can begin to synthesize the information and pull out what it is. The purpose is, it's not necessarily that you were, a you know, a podcast host and then you were a professor and then you were a, um, you know, a laundromat person, then you were a cake baker. And it's not that you mm-hmm. were any of those things individually. It was just that at the core of who you were and at how your purpose flowed, you were an artist that ex- liked to express yourself through education, through music, mm-hmm. through um, food and through writing, you know what I'm saying? And so it's not that mm-hmm. it's not the vocation. It's, it's the, it's the, what's in inside of it, if you will, the vocation. And so that's a lot of times what I tell people, that's what I work on with them because they're always expecting for it to be a world's Waldo type situation. If you remember that, that book and that cartoon where you like, where is Waldo? I don't see him. Cause he has that little striped shirt on, <laughs> a little sweater hat, those glasses and those pants. But the thing is, just like it's already in the picture with that, Waldo's already in there, it's the same thing with your purpose. It's already inside of you. It was why you were born. It's why you're here. And so if anything else, you may not have tapped into it yet, but it's in you. And so I want to work with you. I hope, you know, that's that's my hope. That's my prayer is that, you know, a person begins to see themselves for who they are. Like we said earlier, a lot of times they don't want to spend the time to see themselves. So even part of figuring out your purpose is seeing yourself for you open, unashamed, vulnerable, and doing the work. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. And, and like I said, it, it is one of the hardest things that I think you will ever do in your life, but mm-hmm. so worthwhile. Absolutely. So um, you have a thing going on right now on your YouTube channel uh, called Seven Days of Mind Matters. Yes. Um, could you could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so Mind Matters is my book um, and journal that I wrote talking about getting out of your head, jumping back into life because sometimes you get stuck and I want to help you figure out how to get unstuck and back on purpose. Well, what other time than now can you literally feel stuck? You know, if you're facing mm-hmm. unemployment, if you're facing furlough, if you're facing cut in hours, if you're, you know, facing, you know, not having enough to manage what you got, you know, if you were maintained off tips and now there are no tips, there's not even barely any money, right. you know, all those different scenarios, you know, you can easily get stuck. You can easily get overwhelmed. 
And so I'm bringing just small tidbits from the journal, if you will, to kind of ask you certain things, because I want to ask you a point of reflection, meaning I want to question you to think about this and to question this of yourself and your life and your current situation. But then I also want to actually ask you to do something as well, ask you to take action. So like a prime example, I called it the seven days of my matter, staying unstuck, even in a crisis, like you got, even in a crisis, mm-hmm. you still have to manage how not to get stuck, how not to, you know, if you already in it, cause this is the truth. You may already have a history of depression. You may already have a history of yep. anxiety. So it's nothing for something. Are you like are you speaking just to just to me? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> this, <laughs> okay. It sounds like my life. <laughs> okay. I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me. Oh, okay. this sounds like my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you may have a history of it and something like this can bring everything to the forefront, right? And so I know that I understand that. So I want to start working with you before you get to a full-blown attack, before you get to a full-blown, you know, episode, if you will. I want to start talking to you so you can start working through it. And so I ask you questions like, what's going on up there in your head? Like, seriously, what is it? And if you can't figure it out, write it out, draw it out, you know, speak it out, dance it out, because the reality is people communicating, they get things out differently, you know, so mm-hmm. you may be one that you draw it out or you journal it out, you know, you may be one that you write it out, or it may be good for you just to tape it on your voice recorder app and then delete it, you know, something like that, or keep it, mm-hmm. but get it out because more you keep it in your head, you're going to play it over and over again. You're going to rewrite the story. You're going to change the ending. You're going to change the middle. And you're going to just have all of this and you're going to be stir crazy. And that's not mm-hmm. healthy. And so i rather you have it out than in. And I know that's old and it's, it's cliche, but it's the truth. And so no, that's what I true. tell you to mm-hmm. do is write it out so you can get it out because your mind matters. So you, your mind is fragile. Your, how you think your thoughts are, they're all. And so if you don't take care of it, if you don't take care of your thought life, if you don't take care of your mind, you put everything in it, you're going to not get anything out that's healthy. And so put out those things that aren't healthy, put it all out there, put those worries, put those concerns, put those doubts, put it out there so that you can leave them there and you don't take them with you. And so like, that's one of the days and one of the things I talk about, um, in the seven days of my matters. That's good stuff. Yeah. I like that. Um, I especially like the idea of, um, you know, writing it out or, or recording it and then deleting it or, or whatever. Um, this brings to mind, I had, um, I, I'm, I'm not a regular journaler. I really should get better at it, but, um, I had a book that I wrote down a bunch of stuff in um last year and um it it's some stuff that I kind of just want to leave behind mm-hmm. and I said to my my husband you know um I just want to kind of get rid of this I think I'll you know um rip out the pages that are pertinent and then you know throw the rest away and he's like well maybe we should just burn it because <laughs> you know it will it's it's more finite right like it it just get it back. get yeah. it out yeah. you know yeah like a just just cut it out there. Mm-hmm. There are just some things that I wanted to leave, you know, leave in the past. Absolutely. Um, 
And I think that's, you know, what you said is is a good idea. Yeah. I like that. Yep. So I did um, seven days of mind matters. And then this week I'm actually doing um seven days of get right. And so <laughs> that comes from talking about get your mind right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I basically say, okay, let's not just get it right. Let's keep it right. Because that takes work, yeah. right? You know, it takes work yeah. to keep a good head on your shoulders, to stay positive, to stay, you know, okay. And even when things around you are not okay, or at least to stay mm-hmm. in, in a manner to where, you know, it may be all going down around you, but you won't let it take you down. And so, like that's some of the things I talk about in that. And like literally the first thing is do something about what you can do. Like, do you know how hard mm-hmm, that is? Mm-hmm. So many people want to do something about everybody else's stuff. Worry about everybody mm-hmm. else's stuff. Talk about right. everybody else's stuff, but not even do, yep. do something with their own stuff. So I call you right. out a little bit just to change, but I ask you <laughs> something about what you can do. And then I say, you know, think about the the thing, think about um, the, how you say things and how you can make change and so that you can be the change for yourself. So the only way that mm, you can mm-hmm. make change is to be the change. You have to say it first. And so that's what, you know, just that's almost an affirmation, if you will, affirming it. Like if you want this change, you have to say it and be it. You can't just say it and give lip service. You have to actually do it too. And so that's affirming you and reminding you, you know, that, not only do you need to do whatever you need to do for yourself, but you need to speak that way as well. Speak it so that you can believe it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to make it clear that life coaching is not um, therapy. Correct. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it can go hand in hand with therapy, though. Um, I, I kind of feel like um, cause I, I do both. Mm-hmm. I feel like therapy is where I kind of go to, you know, talk it all out, talk about what's, what's been going on. Um, you know, um, how I, you know, handled a situation or, you know, how I, you know, could have done better there or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like life coaching, um, gives me sort of, uh, I don't know, assignments to, try to get, you know, to where I want to be as a, as that's a bigger, it. That's, you know, that's it. Yeah. That's exactly it. The therapy yeah. is what was coaching is what is and where you want to. Yeah. Be. And that's the simplest yeah. way to explain it. And that's how I tell people I'm like what was versus what will be. And, and, and I'm coming alongside you. Like you said, I'm giving you homework. I'm coming alongside you. I'm part of mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, okay. I, and even sometimes, you know, me even calling out what I see in you so that you can see it for yourself. Like a a Mm -hmm. lot of times, if you think about sports and a coach, they can cultivate you, they can train with you, they can show you things because they see skills that may be underdeveloped or even hidden, you know, they're there. And so that's a lot of what I do because I see it, I know it from even just watching you, you don't even recognize the greatness in you, but mm-hmm. I can't. And so I'm going to cultivate that. I'm going to, I'm going to help you grow in those areas to be as strong as I know you're able to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to, just to reiterate. Yeah. Like therapy is helping you get over the past mm-hmm. and, and, and coaching is kind of just helping you get to that future, to Absolutely. that person that you, that you want to be. Yeah. Um, and I think both, you know, they work hand in hand and, and 
um, yeah, this is, it's really working out for me. But like you said, um, my, my life coach, she's, she's helping me see things that, um, that I wasn't even thinking about before, you know, like strengths that I have and, and, and values that I have that, you know, were there, but mm, I just wasn't even, you know, they're just, they were just there, you know, I wasn't actively thinking about them, but now that I'm aware, you know, that, Hey, I, you know, have this strength. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good at this, or I, I have this, you know, ability within me. Um, and now I can see things, you know, kind of from a different viewpoint, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's good to have a lot of different, um, you know, see things from a lot of different ways, which I try, I've always tried to do, but there's always those things, at least for me, that I tend to downplay, ah, yeah, everybody can do that or whatever. And everybody can't, everybody doesn't have the same strengths, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it's good to know what, what you're good at, what you can, uh, get better at. Everybody can get better at everything, but where you need, you know, some, some additional help and, um, life coaching is, is kind of helping me see those kind of things. Absolutely. So do you, what suggestions would you give, um, any other suggestions? Cause you've given us a few, <laughs> um, would you, would you give to people out there who are just kind of, you know, overwhelmed with all this that's going on, but just kind of want to stay on that mission to find their purpose? Um, the first one, it's real simple. Breathe, you know, yeah. This is an opportunity to take a moment to breathe. So why not use it? You know, why not use this opportunity to reset, to readjust and to realign, you know, breathe for a moment. You know, there's no mm-hmm. reason to rush. There's no reason to run. Where are you going? There's nowhere to go. <laughs> That's so true. breathe for a moment. <laughs> um, the second thing I would tell them to do is kind of what I said next, you know, look at what's going on and, your life, not necessarily the world, but your life and see if it, mm-hmm. see if it, what you're doing and how this time has even affected it. Has it changed? Has it changed? You know, I talked about um, in my regular um, weekly thing, I talked about has it changed how you look at your needs versus your wants? You know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and wants. Has it changed mm-hmm. what you thought you needed to survive what you felt like you couldn't live without and now you've been doing it and it's a week two weeks three weeks four weeks and you're like oh it's not that bad so look at Mm -hmm. that as well you know whether you're looking at it for business or life you know some of it is just life practical because if you've been saying you needed to save certain amount of money because you needed to start a business the kids were going to camp this summer or, um, you know, whatever you thought you needed money for. And now you have mm-hmm. it. Well, you probably have it because you finally, you were forced not to go out to eat. You And, you have <laughs> and so, but not, don't, don't do it to where you have to be forced though. You know, see what some of those things that have happened have helped you to evaluate. I'm, hey, I can make this sacrifice. If I did it before, I can do it mm-hmm. again. And so, that is something else that I would give as advice to just see what their needs are and if they've changed and if they've changed, mm-hmm. can you maintain them going forward? Because there's something that you need to do for yourself, for your family, for your business or something like that. 
because mm-hmm. you know if if you can change some of those let go of some of those needs and wants you may be able to change your whole life and your whole generation if you will with just one idea you know from just mm-hmm. a sacrifice and so think about that like you know it could really change things it could be that game changer so see if what you've been doing is worth and worthy of still doing it the same way Hmm. that is good stuff yeah that is great. I need to take this to heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the only thing that, um, that I would add in there is just, um, to try to keep some sort of, um, ritual going, mm-hmm. um, like a physical ritual or like a meditation ritual, yeah. whatever it is that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've been trying to, uh, walk, once a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a dance class that I used to go to, you know, in person. Mm-hmm. Now it's online, but I try to make sure that I make it to that dance class, even though like earlier this week, I was like, well, I'm tired. I didn't sleep that well last night. I don't feel like going, mm-hmm. but I still made myself go. Cause it just, you know, it always makes me feel better, yeah. you know, when I, when I do it. Um, it makes me happier. It makes me, of course, you know, the physical aspects, Mm -hmm. um, are good for your body, but it just makes me feel better mentally, you know? Yeah. And it kind of helps me at least with, with that overwhelm, you know, because now, you know, I'm doing something for, for me, you know, um, I'm not doing something from work. I'm not doing something for the kids, Mm -hmm. you know, even though we're all in the same house together all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'm, you know, still setting aside a certain amount of time, you know, to do a little something for myself. And that's great. That's awesome. You're finding a way to still take care of you, even while you're taking care of others. And that's something a lot of moms don't know how to do. So, kudos to you for realizing that that's <laughs> thanks yeah I mean I think it it is I mean and I think even if even if you do like live alone or whatever it is you don't often I mean you don't tend to think that you you know need that time um but you still do you still need you know something for just you um be it you know you light some candles and take a bath or whatever it is you mm-hmm. know absolutely well tanya i think this was a great talk Uh, i really appreciate you coming on the blurred mom podcast to give us some of your insights about finding your your passion and your purpose uh can you tell us how our listeners can find you online absolutely so on social media you'll find me under talking with tanya i'm on facebook instagram twitter and youtube then if you go to my website TanyaJMiller.com. All the links will be there, but you can find information on my coaching sessions, on my strategy sessions, on speaking, because hey, you may have a speaking, a virtual event, you know, we're still virtual, at least for a little while longer. So you may have (laughs) me to be at or even an interview, you know, definitely reach out, always looking for the ability to continue to do my purpose unapologetically. Mm -hmm. So Though that information is there. I have an online store called shop.tanjmiller.com. That's where you can get the books, the journals, what I call message merch, which is message. There's message tease buttons, 
stickers all reinforcing a positive message so check that out there's also online classes at school.tanyajmiller.com on life and leadership and then if you want um, Amazon also has my books and they're in print digital and audio and then the journals are in print so check me out tanyajmiller.com talk with Tanya on YouTube I mean on social media Perfect. Um, thanks. I will definitely include all these links in the show notes. So if you're listening, you don't have to remember those. I will put them in the show notes for you to um, to check out later. Thank you so much, Tanya. This was great. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for providing the opportunity. Anytime, Tanya. I hope you'll come back and talk to us again. Listeners, if you like the show, please give us a five-star rating in your podcast player. You can subscribe to the show at www.blurredmom.com slash subscribe. Thank you for listening and see you next time on Blurred Mom. (laughs) 